0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Shit Talk. It's just myself today. Um, we're doing, well I'm doing something a little bit different. Um, I'm going to do a discussion slash review of Resident Evil 8. Now, Matt, like I said, Matt isn't with me. It's just going to be me on my lonesome. Uh, Matt hasn't played Resident Evil Um well, he hasn't really played Resident Evil at all. He's, he's pl- kind of played some of the games here and there. But me personally, I'm a massive Resident Evil fan. Uh, Resident Evil is my favorite gaming series. So I'm very passionate when it comes to each game um, that comes out within Resident Evil, whether it's a spin-off or a main game. Um, so I just kind of wanted to, to do something where I can just discuss it and talk about it. Um, Just because I'm so passionate about um, the series. Um, So, Emma, this is going to be kind of something because me and Matt want to make sure we're putting up content for the podcast. So, sometimes I might just put up a solo thing where I review um, a game, movie, just something in general. Um, And, you know, Matt might do even the same thing if he's up for it as well. So just so we can get you know some some content up from time to time, uh, hopefully we'll be we'll both be back next week to do a proper podcast, and we're hoping to do a review of the J Cole album as well, the Off Season, because uh, in the last episode we you know, we spoke about it briefly, but I think it J Cole definitely deserves a proper um, review. So look out for a new episode and hopefully a review of the J Cole album as well. Uh, Within the next week or so. But for now, um, I'm going to review or discuss Resident Evil 8. So this isn't going to be really a review. It's going to be more of a discussion. Um, I'm just going to kind of discuss the story mostly. But I'll mention, you know, gameplay, graphics, side content, and what I think of the game overall. Um, But I want to mostly just kind of discuss the Resident Evil 8 story and what I kind of thought worked and what I thought didn't work. Um, Because it is, I mean, it's a main game in the series. And they've kind of gone off, um, this is like a continue on from Resident Evil 7, like Resident Evil 7 and 8 uh their own thing really um they don't yeah i mean we kind of got chris from the original games but it's mostly ethan's story so um yeah let's kind of speak about the story and and what i liked now i'm gonna assume people that are listening to this that you've played resident evil 8 and you've finished it because i'm gonna be full spoilers so if you haven't played resident evil 8 and you are looking to play it and finish it Um, don't listen to this (laughs) because this is going to be full spoilers through the whole episode. Um, So maybe come back later on um, once you finish the game and you kind of want to just listen to someone talk about the story, which is what I always do. If if I play a massive game and I'm like, wow, and I'm uh, really into the story, a lot of time I'll go onto different podcasts that are speaking about or or discussing the game and uh, hear what they got to say about it. So let's get into it. Um, I'm going to kind of be a bit all all over the place with with this discussion, but because I mean I'm not a professional reviewer or just you know I don't talk about games um, professionally uh, at all. So this is kind of be a bit all over the place. But this is why I like doing these kind of things because I feel like it it improves my craft in. Uh, like being able to kind of review something, um, or discuss something professionally. Um, so I like doing these things. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Let's do, let's discuss, let's discuss Resident Evil 8. Now what I want to kind of start off on is maybe the start of the game, um, so obviously you're back as Ethan Winters. Um, Chris has taken you and Mia somewhere where he, he says is safe um, and they, Ethan and Mia are just living their lives together. This continues pretty much straight after well straight from Resident Evil 7, the story. So they've had a baby, Rose, um, and they're all kind of living you know living their lives together. Um, at the start of the game Mia she she gets you put baby Rose down to sleep and you come back downstairs and you're speaking to Mia Then all of a sudden Mia gets shot you're like what? what's going on here? and uh, yeah she gets the shit shot out of her um, and then you find out it was Chris and his team that uh, came in to, to raid the place and shot Mia down um, and you're not it isn't explained to Ethan why Chris did that. Uh, they basically knock Ethan out. You wake up and uh, they're taking Ethan's baby away, Rose. And Ethan's like, oh, what is going on? Why'd you shoot, pretty much, why did you shoot Mia? And why are you taking Rose? And then Chris is like, no. No, I'm not telling you nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I know I just shot your wife and I'm taking your baby, but I ain't telling you a thing. And then he Ethan gets knocked out. So that's pretty much the start of the, the game. That starts you off. Um. Now I'm kind of going to go... I'm going to speak about Chris a bit. Now, and within me speaking about Chris, is going to kind of be through the whole game. Like Chris's involvement in the whole game, I'll leave his end part alone. But you don't really see Chris to much in this game but when you do see him I don't know, like it's I thought he kind of would have been in the story a bit more and the whole thing where he's not telling Ethan what's going on seemed a bit dumb to me, like at the start of the game yeah, he shoots his wife and he takes his baby and he doesn't explain anything to Ethan Uh, he pretty much tells Ethan to like butt out and I'm like, okay, but then you see him again, um, a little bit into the game, and he still won't explain to Ethan what's going on, and why his daughter, like what's happening with his daughter, and his like why he shot his wife. He doesn't like he, uh, Chris doesn't explain anything to Ethan, and he tells pretty much Ethan to butt out. Like, um, you, you know, you don't have the skills for this. You know, this isn't your fight. And it's like, because you find out at the start of the game, if you read files and that, that Ethan was trained by Chris uh, in combat, so he knows how to use weapons and fight and all that. It's like, why did Chris teach him all that? If, like, I guess to protect, you know, it, me and all that. But yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't make. I feel like Chris's side, like storyline in the game, doesn't make sense at all um it's probably to be honest it's probably the most disappointing thing to me in the game uh is chris's involvement because he it doesn't make his motives don't make a lot of sense and why he's not explaining to ethan what's going on because ethan could like help chris but chris is telling him to leave it and it's like well i'm not going to leave it because you just like my wife has been shot by you and my baby has been taken like why would i just i'm not going to just walk away like yeah, it doesn't, make many, it doesn't make much sense. You think if he knows Ethan's going to keep going, like join join with him, like help him out, explain to him what's going on and work together. So that's what I would have hoped would have happened is, is Chris and Ethan like work together. Um, but yeah, that didn't happen. So uh, his story is a bit confusing. Um, now you do obviously play Chris later on and he even says he's chatting with the boys uh, in his team and one of the guys says oh Chris why didn't you tell Ethan what was going on and then Chris pretty much says yeah I should have and it's like what the fuck <laughs> it just seems it just seemed really d- like dumb what kind of Chris was doing and I just kind of wish Chris was in the game a bit more and maybe you know him and Ethan would work together but yeah yeah but that's all I'll say about Chris for now um, in terms of the overall story your daughter yeah gets taken um and so you're in this uh like village um in the middle of nowhere and you got the four houses so i just want to kind of discuss the four houses i like the idea that you you are going to four different houses and you're going to fight four different lords um i really like mother uh sorry mother rand is cool i I like her but you don't see much of her um lady Dematrice. i hope i'm saying that name right uh, she's my favourite I think even her, her um, house I think is the best out of all of them um, gives that real Resident Evil feel um, then you got Moreau which is the you know fish kind of creature uh, <clears throat> his area I thought it was cool like, I thought it was good um, you know the water sections where Moreau is like actually turned into this big fish he's going through the water I thought it all looked really good. Um, and there's a little bit of puzzle solving there, nothing crazy. And then you actually have a boss fight with him, which I thought was good. Um, but there's not really much to his area at the same time. Like you don't really get, I'll get into that in a bit. But then you got another lord. uh um... oh, what is her name? This is a, a lady. Um... Damn, I'm having a blank a little bit. Maybe I'll come back to her. Then you got Heisenberg, you got Heisenberg is one of them. Uh, he's kind of got these mechanical powers where he can um, lift metal, and form into metal, and I think his 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 blood and that's made out of metal and stuff like that. I might be wrong on a lot of these things. I'm kind of going off. This whole discussion is going to be at the top off the top of the head. Um, what is that woman's name? Let me search this shit. But this woman, she. Uh, Donna. I know her name's Donna. She has a puppet that she, she goes around with. I'm just trying to remember her name. Beviento, I think is. Yeah, House Beviento um and that lady, that 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 lady was i thought was interesting but you don't really see much of her either i feel like you you don't see much of Moreau, and beviento uh, you, don't, you don't see much of those or dinah you don't see much of those um two sections but let me speak big, big about the houses in general um lady dimitrice like i said i thought hers was the best section you got these kind of ghoul looking um, creatures with swords and shit which I thought was cool they're like more towards zombies and you got the ones that uh, turn into bats as well that are flying around so you got enemies that kind of suit the area Um, and yeah you're in the big the big castle which I did think you going to the castle you do go there pretty early I thought that was I thought that was interesting Um, when I first played the game I think I was like you're like an hour or two in and then you're in the castle and she's the first lord pretty much you see. You're like, okay. That's interesting. Because like she seems like the biggest, like the most, the main one. Like, um, but fair enough. Yeah, we'll have to the castle first. The biggest place in the in the whole game. <coughs> Sorry. Um, but I thought that castle looked great. I thought the inside of the castle looks great. It gets like the real Resident Evil feel in the castle. Um, you have Dimitris. Uh, eventually following you around through the castle like Mr. X or, or Nemesis. Um, and then you've got the three daughters as well that um, will come out of nowhere and and start attacking you as well until you eventually kill them as you're going through the castle. So it's like you got three mini-bosses, which are the daughters, and then you've got the lady Demetrius at the end of the castle, which you fight. The daughters, I mean, their fights were pretty basic. Um, you basically just having a bit of light come through whatever area you're in and they'll freeze up then you just load clips into them and they're dead so there's pretty the daughters my first playthrough, through there weren't much challenge and it didn't take me long to figure out what i had to do so um the only thing i'll say about the daughters is i wish they kind of i don't know just made it a little bit harder maybe like harder to get light in there Maybe you had to do multiple things to, to bring light in instead of just pulling a lever or, or blowing up a wall or something. Just make it a little bit more challenging because those mini bosses, like, I went through them very quickly and it only took me one try. Um, but into into in, inside the castle as well, you do have some puzzles, which I like. I think the puzzles are interesting. Um, but yeah, at the top of my head, there's not much I can think of, else to think of with the castle. I just think it's the great, the best section. I, f- I feel like it should have been longer. <clears throat> like the castle probably only takes a couple of hours to get through. I wish it was a little bit longer. And I feel like the fight at the end with Dimitris, um, I wasn't expecting him to turn into this big kind of dragon creature. that I thought that was that was different. Um, I was expecting it to turn into some kind of into some sort of bat, which, if you think about this, they tell this story at the start of the game. Um, well, they of, of like it's a book, and it's telling this um, folk tale about these this little girl going through and finding these different creatures, and none of the lords look like these creatures like the final form, like uh, in the book that shows a bat, like a big bat. But lady Dimitris doesn't turn into a bat the only one that kind of seems like the book is uh, Moreau because he's like in the book it's it's actual fish big fish creature and that Moreau pretty much is that but all the other Lords don't look anything like what is explained in the fairy tale book which I don't understand what the the book the fairy tale book is about because it doesn't really um, uh, relate to the story at all really at all but if they're more close to the designs in the fairy tale they would make more sense <coughs> sorry um so yeah Demi- lady dimitrice's section was amazing i thought that's was, that was my favorite section um then from there you go on to Monroe's his section was very quick like i said i did like the water the water part and everything I like the boss fight. The only thing I'd say is you don't fight any enemies that are related to Monroe as well. Like there's no enemy designs that are similar to Monroe's area or anything. Like you could have had like some fish creatures or um, maybe some zombies that have been in the water a lot and they've kind of um, their skins kind of molded and and shit like that to the, from the water. Um, just something similar to the designs of the area, but they didn't have any of that. And it seemed like the, the Monroe section was over pretty quickly. Um, oh, sorry, you're not even, you don't, sorry, from Lady Demetrius, you go to House Beviento. Um, but I mean, the Monroe section, that's pretty much it with that section is the Moran character. He was a bit of a loser. Like, you know, he's trying to impress, um, Lady Miranda, um, and no one liked him out of all the Lords and that. But that section, I thought it was alright in the water and that. I I I like the way it looked. But there's not really much to say about that section, like I said. I feel like they could have got more out of that section if they added some enemies that are similar to the area or um, uh, kind of drag out the, the water part as well. Or maybe add another section where you do fight enemies that are from the area. Just, yeah, it just was over pretty quickly. The House Beviento part was over even quicker than that. Um, But that section was very interesting. So you go to the House Beviento, Donna with uh, Angie, which is the the doll she's controlling. And this section is like a psychological horror kind of section, like a real Silent Hill kind of section. Um, Real PT kind of section which i thought was very interesting um so you go to this house it's pitch it's dark i mean it's not dark sorry no sound at all which i like you go into the house and like there's no music or anything you just you're just hearing the house which i thought was creepy in the way they did it Eventually, you take your elevator down <clears throat> go into this room you spot angie she turns the lights off spooks you turns the lights off steals all your weapons and the lights come back on and then there's this doll that's on the table and uh you got to inspect the doll the doll is a representative a rep- uh, represents mia so you're going to take the body parts off and and like you find different clothes in that it's like a real puzzle it's a real puzzle uh section you're basically just finding clothes and and that to, to, to go forward it's like a real resident evil uh, one kind of section where you need multiple different things to go through different doors, so on. Uh, so it's a real puzzle section. Um, eventually, though, once you're... Uh, like, you're trying to escape, pretty much, really. Um, but eventually, you you are going back to where the elevator is, and then everything's pitch black, and then you come across... Uh, well, you're going through a dark corridor, and it's, all, like I said, pitch black, then all of a sudden you start hearing this crying and that, you know, yeah, uh, <clears throat> like, what's that? And then coming towards you, it's this real baby kind of creature thing, which is meant to, cause it's like a little s- 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 psychological um, horror kind of thing. It's meant to represent how Ethan sees Rose maybe, but it's a big creature, like baby, it's crying and it's like saying mommy, daddy, and it's creepy as fuck. Um you basically gotta run away from that and hide from it and stuff until you can get out. That creature, yeah, was very creepy. That's probably the creepiest part and scariest part of the whole game. Um, it really creeped me out when I played it. Because I, I play with the headphones and I have it at full blast and I play in the dark, um, whenever I'm playing like a horror game. <clears throat> and yeah, that part really creeped me out. I was like, oh wow. And I've only just had a newborn not till uh well she's one years old now, but Still pretty fresh, and uh, yeah, that creeped me out. <laughs> so I thought that part was great. I thought it was like a good change, uh, something different. Um, then eventually you you go up on the elevator, get away from this creature, and you face Angie. And it's just, you're not using your weapons or anything. You don't use your weapons this whole section. Um, you just got to, f- you play a bit of hide and seek with Angie and find her, and, and you just kind of tap X on her three times, and she dies. <laughs> so I mean... I feel like that section could have been longer as well. I feel like you could have left a baby section in. Um, and then maybe like have it where you have you actually have your weapons and you're fighting like different dolls and stuff like that, like doll creatures. And you actually have a proper boss fight with this like Donna Angie character instead of doing a bit of hide and seek. I feel like that could have been like fleshed out a bit more because that section you can, after you've gone through it the first time, you could probably run through that in like 20 minutes. Um, so it's, yeah, very quick section. I, I wish they, um, built on that section a bit more, but I mean, all these, all the, all the houses in the game, I do enjoy for what they are. Um, but if I had to, for, critique it or say what they could have done better they could have definitely made the Monroe and, and Beviento section longer and even the uh, the Lady Dimitris section like just make them all longer um, And but I mean the factory section with Heisenberg I thought it was long enough I thought that was a good length um, by the time I was leaving that place I was happy to leave so like and I don't mean in a bad way I just mean I was like done I was good like you know i've seen enough of the place um i don't think you're there too long where you get sick of it i was there just long enough where i was like okay i'm ready to go to the next section but i feel like all the other houses i didn't get that with um so i felt like they're definitely the house beviento one like that was very quick um but speaking on the factory section like i said i uh, it's good length uh, the enemies in that section they they suit the area as well um like the the factory and the and the castle they suit the enemies that you fight suit the area but in the house of Beviento in the Monroe you don't get any creatures that's that suit the area it's just kind of an enclosed thing um, but the factory I did enjoy I do like the enemies like they're pretty much zombie characters with machinery on them <coughs> <coughs> sorry. And they have weak points that you got to shoot, which I, I really liked. And you got to um, find these, mold these keys so you can get to different areas. So that section was good. I, I enjoyed that section. And the and even the enemies like the boss kind of enemies you fight with the big propellers and stuff like that. I thought were all good. Like all the enemy designs I thought were good. The area, uh, the factory designs I thought were good. I like I enjoyed that area. The Heisenberg fight though that was a, it's a bit over the top. Um, because eventually you once you get through this section area, you find Chris. He finally tells you what's going on, fucking hell! But you're already at the end of the game by this time, and he gives you this big machine which you drive. You drive out and you fight Heisenberg with this big machine because the Heisenberg's turned into this big massive, fucking monster machine monster thing. It just looked it looked a bit weird. Like um, it reminds me of the. And boss fight from Resident Evil Seven, just with machinery on it. But it's very over the top that fight. He's eventually a tornado. He Heisenberg does this tornado. You fly up in the tornado, then your your machine that you were operating It has like cannons and machine guns on it flies up to into the air. And Ethan fucking dives into the, back into the machine as he's in midair, and the machine's in midair. He jumps back on it and he's shooting from the machine at Heisenberg in midair in the tornado. It just, like, that was real over the top. I thought, you know, it was a bit much, but, hey, it is what it is. <clears throat> but, yeah, that's, in terms of the houses, that's that's pretty much it. Um, like I said, I enjoyed all the houses for what they were. I just feel like we could have got a bit more out of the houses besides the Heisenberg one. I thought the Heisenberg one, that was um, done... Very good, and I felt like it it was. We didn't need it any more than what we got. I just felt like the House Beviento could have been longer, and we could have got some like proper enemies and that. Same with Monroe. And the House Demetrius, I thought it could have been a bit longer as well. And I kind of wish they, um, because like uh, you don't have the choice to go. Well, let me explain this. Obviously, all the people that are listening to this have played the game. Your daughter gets, is like pretty much going to be a sacrifice. That's why she's been stolen. Um, for Mother Miranda to bring back her child. And, uh, Rose is, is the perfect vessel for it because, you know, because Ethan is molded. Um, which you find out later, which I'll talk about that a bit later. But, you know, Rose has like powers from from being born from a molded person and, and a normal mother pretty much. So she's half she's probably half mold, half human. Um, but that's why my Miranda has stolen it and she put, puts her into these different flasks or, or something, her different body parts or essence into the, these different flasks, which I thought was a bit silly. Like I don't understand why they did that. Because um, by the end of the game, she's like kind of coming back to normal anyway. So I don't understand why she did him into all these different sections. Uh, I guess it was kind of just a plot, like a a plot hole to, to get you to go to all the different houses. Like, because you have to get her different ent- essence from the different houses. Like, because why would Ethan go to all these different houses and fight these lords if yeah you know he didn't need to get Rose back, so I guess that was a way of for it to make sense why Ethan was going to these people or monsters but uh yeah, it seems a bit silly to me but the, you gotta go you gotta get um i thought I would have liked if you had the choice to pick which house you go to first. Even if you had the choice to pick out of even Dimitris, Monroe or Beviento because Heisenberg's pretty much the last house and it goes into the rest of the story once you play that house. But I, would, I wish they gave you a little bit of choice to pick which house you can go to. Like You can pick whatever house you want to go to first to get the part of Rose back and then eventually once you get all the pieces, then you go... Um, you know, go to Mother Miranda or whatever. I wish they kind of did that they give you a bit of choice to to pick what house you went to first because then like that that gives it to multiple playthroughs and when when you play through it, you're like, oh I'm gonna go to this house first, I'll go to this house first but you're on a linear um track and you gotta just go through whatever house they want you to first um because I feel like the lady Dimitris should have been later on I feel like she could could have been in the game a bit more where you see her through the game um but then you don't properly fight her into near the end of the game i felt because like she seemed like she was the best character i felt like in the game she was the most interesting but she's like killed first and it's like fuck like but hey um so what else have we got on the story so We'll speak about the end of the game. So, yeah, you find you after you fight Heisenberg, you see Mother Miranda, you speak for a bit, and she literally rips your heart out and you die. But then you find out Ethan was molded, which is interesting. So he becomes molded from Resident Evil Seven. Um, at the start of the Resident Evil Seven, when Jack kills him, and then you end up having. the dinner table, so that's that's very interesting how they've done that, I think. And it makes sense because Ethan always gets his body parts chopped off, and um, he's yeah, he's always getting very badly hurt. And he, he somehow just puts his body like he'll get his arm ch- hand chopped off, and then he'll just put it back on and put a bit of juice on it. And it's back to normal. <laughs> so, I mean, when I was played through even like seven, that happens a lot as well, and this one. It's like Jesus, like how the fuck is he putting his body parts back on? But then you understand he's molded, so yeah, like that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> so I thought that was a really good thing. I thought that was great, like um, how they've done that. It makes sense to what's going on. Um, so yeah, he's molded. So I thought that was that was interesting. But you end up playing as Chris for a bit. Um, going through the town cause you're going to, you got to basically kill my veranda and get back Rose, um, and kill the thing that's kind of brought all these, all the molded together in the first place. Can't remember for the life of me what it was called. Um, so that, that section was cool. I, I did really enjoy that. You play as Chris, um, I, I love chris like he's, he's my second favorite resident evil character after leon so i love playing as chris i think chris is looks great in the game i like that they've got his design back to the resident evil 5 6 design um this section was pretty action-packed where you, you're shooting you're mowing down all the lichens and stuff um so it was a real kind of call of duty but yeah it was fun um but then eventually you put your play as Ethan again and then you're going through um, I won't say too much about that part because uh, yeah it is what it is but eventually you fight Miranda uh, you kill her then you get Rose back and Ethan is decaying so he ends up giving Rose to Chris and he takes the explosive that Chris put on this big um, Infected thing that's causing all the mold. I can't remember for the life of me what it was called. Um, and yeah, kind of Ethan sacrificed himself at the end to to end the molded for good. And Chris took Rose away. But I wish what they would have done in that scene because like the whole game pretty, seven, you don't see Ethan's face. Um, eight, you don't see Ethan's face at all. Like his whole it's first person. Of course, you don't. But in cutscenes or anything, you never see Ethan's face. I wish I had that end at the end of A... <clears throat> when Chris, when Ethan was giving his daughter to Chris and he put his jacket on Rose as well, I wish they just showed his face then. That would have been amazing. If they showed, if they showed Ethan's face then, that would have been amazing. It would have been, it, I thought it was an emotional moment, but it would have been more, you would have got more out of it if you showed his face. And like, why not? He's about to die anyway. Um, so yeah, we, and they've done the model for his face. Like, I've, I've seen what his face looks like. Like, if you, you, could, if you really want to know what Ethan's face looks like, you can look it up. They've actually done a proper model for his face. So why didn't they use it? Why didn't they show his face at the end of the eight? I just thought that was a missed opportunity there. But, hey. And I felt like you would have, to be honest, because you don't really, I don't really connect to Ethan that much because you never really see his face. And in the seven, like, he was pretty much never there. His personal name was never there. Like, he hardly talked or reacted to things. Eight, he, he talks a lot more and reacts to things more, which is good. So I connect to him a bit more in this game, but I can't. I never really can connect, get a proper connection than I would from past characters because you never see his face. I felt like if they showed his face and cuts, like did, did cut scenes and actually showed his face, I felt like I would have actually connected to Ethan as a character. And I've, I feel like that's something they could have done with Eight is they actually have cut scenes where they show his face, but yeah. But yeah, Ethan sacrifices himself. Chris goes away with Rose. Um, I mean, Chris finds... Uh, when you play actually playing as Chris, you actually find Mia, the real Mia, because Mother Miranda was pretending to be Mia at the start of the game. Um, there's just so many things to talk about, but it's like kind of just all... Like I said, I'm going up the top of the head, but it's... I'm trying to bring up everything that happens. <laughs> but I'll speak about the... Um, post credit scene so you cut forward a while I think it's I'm not sure how long they cut forward but Rose is a teenager and she's at her dad's grave and you know she's got like a a, a driver and he comes along and says you know you need to come on a mission so she's working for Chris I take it and the guy makes a joke to her and she gets pissed off and says, you know, uh, don't fuck with me pretty much. I've got you know, I've got so much power, stuff that Chris doesn't even know about and shit like that. So it's pretty much saying that you know she's got powers and that and she, that she knows about um, and she's like learning them as she goes. Um, and then that kind of scene half ends but then it says Ethan's story is over. So like what they're implying is that yeah, Ethan's story's done and that we might be going towards the daughter's story, playing the daughter. That would be interesting. Um, I'm not too sure what they would kind of do with that. Um, but that would be... I guess that would be interesting. What I kind of want to just happen is just go back to the old characters. I want to see... Because we still haven't got an end to any of the original characters. Leon, Chris, Jill, Claire. There's no end. To, there hasn't been an ending for any of those characters yet. So... Um, I hope they they do give an ending to those all those characters eventually. Um, but for right now, we're doing the Ethan, the Winter story, pretty much the Winter story. Now we're on to the the Winter daughter. But um, they might do that with Nine. I'd say you play her, or you either play Chris, and she's like kind of in the game as well. Maybe. Yeah, like it's hard to kind of imagine what will be next, but we we'll won't see. But overall, um, like I said, I've, I've missed heaps of shit. The village, in terms of the village in the game as well, I think the village is great. Um, I think the, the the enemies and that are interesting. Um, sometimes this doesn't really feel like a Resident Evil game because of all these different random enemies like lichens and like vampires, werewolves, and all that. It's real fantasy stuff. But for what the game is, I um, really like it. Um, is it a Resident Evil game? Who knows? Um, Resident Evil 7 isn't really a Resident Evil game. Like, these two games aren't really Resident Evil, but I think they're great games as, as what they are. Um, I did really enjoy going through 8. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what they do next. I think the gameplay in general was great. Like, feels great with the guns, um, the way he moves. Um, I love in the village that you, ha- you got, like in Resident Evil 4, you got treasures, um you got all these little puzzles you can do like side puzzles you can find pictures where it shows where a treasure is um there's a lot of things you can like do explore and and roam around the village and stuff like that which is great there's a lot of side there's a bit of side content as well mercenaries you can um play the game with unlimited ammo, ammo and lightsabers and and shit like that which is great so you can get a lot out of the game for sure so I think overall the game is it's a great game Um, and I'll definitely be going through a a bunch more in the future as well Um, but yeah I mean that probably be it like I said I just wanted to kind of discuss the story a bit um, and what I kind of thought of it Um, and yeah thanks for listening guys Um, this was Chris cheers